Back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, season three, episode 21, The Quintesson Journal. And in the last episode, Metroplex and Trypticon got freaky and installed each other's transformation cogs deep inside themselves before wrestling each other in mud while experiencing many powerful and unexpected transformations. I never didn't look at it that way. Okay. Wow. And this <laughs> episode, we are on the planets of Gixtaxica Kiss and Lenakalak. Oh my god, yeah. Zataxis and Lenok. And they've been at war for centuries. And uh there's a peace negotiation and uh, of course Rodimus and Spike are at the head of the table. Because so it's not going people, well. You want to negotiate a peace conference between two planets at war is an oil rig roughneck. <laughs> and anyway, so Rodimus tries to get them to shake hands and they punch each other in the face. The 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 Gaxaxicus and So then we go this this episode. We should just say like it jumps around a lot. We go to this planet and a small canister, bing, hits the planet, and immediately we go to Predaking in space, planet with grass. Anyway, so I thought it landed on Earth, but no, no, it's not. Oh, it's do we even? I don't know that we even see Earth anymore in this series. So Predaking's in space, and he picks up a signal from this canister. It's Quintesson technology. So he radios to Cyclonus to say, "Hey, I found this stuff in this Quintesson technology." Yeah, he's like, "I got to radio home to Char." And Cyclonus picks up the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm diverting to Sector Nine because there's a plan there from outer space." No, wait, that's not <laughs> it. But yeah, Cyclonus is not on Char. It looks like he's on Cybertron, but he tells Predacon, be on alert, because it's an old Quintesson frequency. Like, But he also says he's he's on his way. Cyclonus is going to come meet him. Yeah, because he thinks there's a good chance the Autobots know about it, mm-hmm. too, right? So uh, they do, because we then go to Perceptor in, in Skylinks, and he picks up the signal. I love this, because he's like, head to coordinates A5 by V10. And sink that fucking battleship once and for all. Anyway, I'm no, sorry. <laughs> and, but the Skylink's is like, I don't know where that is. I'm like, he just told you. It's a coordinate A5V10, idiot. I bet he's the same kind of person that asks whether a 12-inch pizza is a medium or a large pizza. Like, I will fucking strangle you. Anyway, sorry. One of my triggers. So they go to this planet, and the wind is too heavy, and Skylinks has to basically just drop off, blast her out back, ram horn, and steel jaw, and they all just jump out. He, he can't find any no. place to land. <laughs> Uh, so Predaking, oh, and then we go to Predaking and he's kind of slumming his way and schlepping his way through the mud and he decides to, uh, separate and then all five, uh, Predacons run through the jungle or fly. Well, yeah, he realizes that, you know what, I'm way too fucking big to move through this dense jungle. So he changes back into the Predacons and they all start running off and tie bombs them. But here's an idea, guys, you're Decepticons. Fly. fly. Fly above yeah. the vegetation. <laughs> anyway, so uh, then there's this just was dumb. Uh, Blaster and Opec get attacked by vines and the cassettes free them. And then they, yeah, these and we never grow. see these vines again. So fuck this. <laughs> like, it was literally pointless. So uh, the Predacons smash their way through the jungle. And yeah, then we the, go yeah, back. Tantrum just smashed it down a tree because the Decepticons haven't done that in a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They <laughs> hate the environment. need to flap his wings when he flies? And, and then Headstrong smashes down a tree for no apparent reason. It's like, they really hate the environment. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, so we go back to the Autobots. They find the canister. And for whatever reason, Skylinks is still holding. This is such a fucking force thing. Yeah. Skylinks is holding position above them. But it's so windy, he hits a tree that's going to fall <laughs> over the canister. So Outback shoots the tree away. And the explosion knocks the canister around and activates a hologram. Yeah, the projection of a Quintesson comes out of it, and it's Journal 1122 playback, and it contains a complete record of their commercial enterprises, technical plans, and special projects. <laughs> it's like, but I love this, because while this thing is talking, Rampage runs straight through the hologram to attack the Autobots. Yeah. It's like, ah, that was a cool shot. But the journal kind of, well, I guess it's going to touch on it later, but so we don't get bogged down in it. It basically tells that they fund war, or they finance wars, and then sell weapons to both sides. They also finance uh, polluting corporations and then sell anti-pollutant cures, mm. basically. They're they're evil. Horrible people. So, the, yeah, the Predacons attack, and Skylink swoops in, and then the Predacons kind of chase Skylinks up in the air. There's a little bit of a... Yeah, loop, it seems loop. like he can't shake them, but somehow he gets the Autobots on board, and whoosh, away they go, and Predaking doesn't follow them. like Because conveniently, uh, he runs into Cyclonus in the sweeps, and they shoot at him, <laughs> yeah. and then an energy portal appears, in case you weren't confused already, and he goes into it, and commercial break. Well, it, it, he doesn't really go in. This green, like, electrical bolt kind of thing grabs Skylinks and pulls him inside, yeah. and then it just disappears, like, bang, gone. Like, not fades away, not the woo kind of thing, just gone. And on the other side, there's a Quintesson ship, that kind of weird corkscrew-type ship, and a tractor beams them all aboard. Yeah, except it doesn't corkscrew anymore. They don't turn anymore. You notice that? Yeah. No, they just fly. So that's because that is serious animation. Like <laughs> this, is, this is before Flash, so every cell is hand-drawn. Oh, I never thought of and that. And yeah. you would have to... You know, you have to now draw 3D, and it's way more expensive. <laughs> Basically, the Quintessons get this the journal back. Uh, blaster Outback, Ramhorn, Steel Jug get tossed in a holding cell. And then, in, like, the next two seconds, Outback convinces a shark to con to let them out. Yeah, suddenly, he has this energon, because Blaster tries to get through the bars, and it doesn't work. Yeah. And he says something that rhymes, and it's stupid. And then... Outback's like, well, well, let's try they say. And he, <laughs> suddenly he has a, a fucking horrible accent. He has another John Cube out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, you want this, hey, mate, hey? Uh, that's even worse. <laughs> and the, the guy tries to, the shark tries to grab it through the bars, and he's like, oh, that's the problem. These bars are in the way. And the shark like, okay. And lowers the bars, and then Blaster just immediately shoots this guy. It's like, boom, dead. Like, whoa. <laughs> and they very easily they escape. And, oh, do, do they get the journal? Yeah, they get the journal. Do they? Yeah. And they get on Skylinks and fly out. It's like a football. It just keeps going back and forth between these guys. And it, it is. It's a really bad game of back and forth. They get uh, the journal. They fly away. And, of course, uh, Cyclonus and the Decepticons are right outside waiting for them. Yeah. like It uh, seems How like. did they get here? The warp gate disappeared. But, uh, anyway. The, the Decepticons knows. blast a hole in the side of Skylinks. And the Autobots just fall out. Oh, they're in space. As they does the journal. In space with the thing. And Cyclonus grabs it and tells Predaking, you know, back down, all right, we got what we need, let's get out of here. But no, Predaking wants another round with Skylinks. He wants to fight. Did you notice that, like, when Galvatron was floating beside Predaking, they were the same size? It seemed like it, yeah, because Galvatron, Galvatron was behind him. And he's, Galvatron's like, look, I'm going to decide who lives and dies today. Yeah. And, uh, 
Cyclonus thinks the Quintesson ship must be close. And the Predator King's like, but boss, you said give no mercy. And Galvatron said, that's right. And punches Predaking in the face. <laughs> then he orders a retreat. <laughs> so we go back to the peace talks, and everything's falling apart. Both sides storm out. And then we find out that the Zexitachians and the leader of the Zahuzits. He's going to take delivery of an ultimate weapon. Like, we just did that episode. Yeah, it's so they're both buying an ultimate weapon, and they're both buying it from the Quintessons, and they both don't know that the other side is the other side buying it well. Quintessons is playing both sides, is what he's doing. And uh, the Decepticons activate the journal. We go to Char, and the Decepticons activate the journal. Yeah, they land on an uncharted planet, so we won't be disturbed, is what Cyclonus says. And, and uh, he, he throws the thing to Predaking and says, activate it. And Predaking's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so Galvatron just grabs it and throws it against some rocks, and bing, it works. I'm like, okay. <laughs> when they find out it's a financial journal, Galvatron gets angry. He's pissed off. But... He's like, this is no use to me. Uh, yeah, and this is where the journal exposes all this information that they always play both sides. And then um, they realize that, you know what? The Autobots will want to get this, so we might want to make sure they don't. And just when they say that, well, yeah, the because Galvatron, when he hits it the last time, it goes to the last item, and they realize that this war between these two planets, which the Autobots are trying to stop, was caused by the Quintessons, right? Yeah. So it's like, if the Autobots get this and find out what's actually fucking going on, yeah. So, so uh, the while the Autobots and Decepticons are fighting, the Quintessons arrive, snatch the journal, and fly away. Yeah, they just come in, grab it, but bye. Yeah, and then it's and they're in a little shuttle that goes back to the corkscrew ship. So Galvatron and then the rest of the Autobots, they shoot back and forth at each other as they chase the Quintesson back to the mothership. Hmm. And then there's another, we go back to, oh my god, this episode. <laughs> back to the place. Peace Conference, they're still beating the shit at each this other. This one, what the fuck happened here? So they're all arguing and fighting, and then it just there's cuts to... There's a Doctor Strange love joke in there, but it'd be a long walk, and yeah, you gentlemen, you can't fight in here, it's the war room. Anyway, uh, yeah. But there's... It, Rodimus thinks, it, this is going to be a galactic war. <laughs> oh yeah, and... It and is then, because, like, they have the guys fighting, and then they just cut to spaceships firing a barrage of lasers in one direction, and then other spaceships firing a barrage of lasers in the other direction. But nobody hitting anything. And, and then commercial, commercial break. break. <laughs> and then when we come back, the peace conference in the room, the war room, is in rubble. Uh, and I love what Rodman says here. He's like, this reminds me of wrestling shows on Earth. And like, I like how Spike says, at least they're fake. Like, he, he really makes... Emphasizes fake. It's like, anyway. So, so at both sides now and all this rubble are saying, oh, we've got new weapons coming. We'll, uh, we'll blow you up. We'll show you. And then we have a little scene where the Quintessons, the Quintessons are like, talking worry, to both it's sides. On its way. Yeah, yeah. Like, convince well, them. Well, the Decepticons are attacking the ship. And, and the Quintesson, one Quintesson's like, look, we get these two Omega Bombs on board. We could use one of them. These things can vaporize a fucking planet. But the other one's like, no, that'd cost profits. And the, so this, we'll just use this warp gate instead. Yeah. And, whoosh, and this is really the go. first time they've hinted that, because they don't outright say it, that these Omega Bombs are what they're delivering to each side. And uh, so, yeah, they, they whoosh away through a warp gate, and I guess Skylink's was there on the other side or followed them? Yeah, or? he must have been on the ship because now he's pecking at the roof of the ship and he rips open the roof and for once, things inside a pressurized spaceship fly out into space. Yeah. <laughs> and now Skylink says the football, I mean the journal. Uh, <laughs> and the Autobots fly away to the peace conference. Yeah. So then we go to the peace conference and there's more threats and then they all open laser fire on each other. Yeah, they're and, shooting each other now. Yeah. Holy fuck. 
and Skylink smashes through the the wall and yeah, like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, what do we do?" And Blaster's like, "Is this a peace conference or a slam dance?" <laughs> He's like, "What? Okay, fine." So they uh, they play the journal, and both sides realize this. Realize they've been played. Like, we've been had. Yeah. And they have this, like, hey, I still hate you, and you hate me, but you stay on your planet, and I'll stay on mine, and then we, we don't even ever have to see each other again. And they agree to that, which yeah. I and guess... They figured it out. This Quintesson just appears on the monitor and says, hey, that's great. You solved the puzzle. only took you a few thousand years. And it's like, oh. but now... They're going to drop the bombs like Optimus and Ultramagnus. They hop on Skylinks' back and they fly out. Well, because through the hole. When they say that, yeah, when they say that, there's this hole. And like the, the attendees of the peace conference are like, hey, look, the Quintesson ship. Like they're flying right by and saying, oh, hey, we're going to kill you while we're in absolutely no cover. <laughs> yeah, How exactly. you doing? But uh, Ultramagnus and Rodimus, riding on the back of Skylinks, managed to shoot this thing enough to knock it off course into an asteroid, and uh, I guess the bombs go up because it explodes, yeah. and it is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they're dead. And uh, then we go to the, yeah, so, the, oh, then we have the scene where the sides agree to leave each other alone, and Rodimus is like, huh, I guess the only winders were the uh, Quintessons. They're, they're dead, you dumbass. All right, the allegory in this one is pretty thinly veiled if you were around in the 80s, so I'll mention it, and then we'll leave it there. It was Reagan's America, and the Soviet Union was an equally powerful rival country at war in Afghanistan, and the Mujahideen resistance against the USSR essentially became Reagan and Thatcher's pieces on the board, and American weapon manufacturers made an absolute fucking fortune. Look up Operation Cyclone if you're bored. Anyway... Let me get this straight. The Quintessons have the ability to manufacture, or at the very least acquire from someone else before reselling it at a profit, military hardware capable of destroying an entire planet, but they never bothered using that against the Transformers yet? Like, what episode did we just watch the other day, The Ultimate Weapon? And what did we learn then? If they actually have this shit lying around, why aren't they using it? What is wrong with these idiots? I think they just don't talk to each other enough. Like, one face doesn't know what the other four are doing. One guy had monsters already on Cybertron way before things went south with the Autobots, but nope, nope, let's save that one for a rainy day. They can destroy all vegetation on a planet. Hey, I know a planet that's pretty reliant on its vegetation. Earth. Yeah, use the trick on Earth, you morons. Get rid of those pesky humans you, for some reason, can't understand. Then you can play... <laughs> Well, there's the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, mm-hmm. the Quintesson Journal. Uh, the next episode is going to be the big broadcast of 2006. Oh, wow. It's so futuristic so, sounding yeah. now that it's 2019. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of, you know, relevant, yeah, 13 years ago. I remember in grade two, our teacher was telling us how old we would be in the year 2000. And it was like, 22? Oh, my God, I'll be so old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I pine for the days. Uh, If you want to hear stuff that's old and not funny anymore, uh, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on whatever it is you listen to us with, your podcast app, and uh, tell all your friends. And until the next episode... Wait, what was a popular phrase in 2006? Uh, We should have looked that up. Hey, (laughs) Macarena. No?
cuerpo para alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo para amar la alegría y cosas buenas. Dale a tu cuerpo para alegría, Macarena. ¡Eh, Macarena! ¡Ay!